It's game day once again for the Arizona Coyotes as they play their first game of the month of November. They are still on the road, their long road trip. They've placed the Philadelphia Flyers today. Um, Will the Arizona Coyotes get finally get their first win of the season? Carl and I will talk about that all in today's episode of Locked On Coyotes, so be sure to stay locked in. Coyotes, your daily podcast on the Arizona Coyotes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, welcome to the show, everyone. Once again, I'm Robin Lane. I know Carl Pavlik right beside me on this wonderful Tuesday, November 2nd. Arizona Coyotes faced the Philadelphia Flyers. Uh, today at 4 p.m., you got to love those East Coast games when daylight savings in the rest of the country hasn't hit yet, and we're still kind of sitting yeah. there. I agree. I, I've been really enjoying these starts. Um, thankfully, I work from home, uh, and I get off at 3.30, so it's really easy for me to just go downstairs and get the hockey started right away. Uh, I'm going to miss it uh, when we're doing, like – like 7.30, 8.30 starts with the, the West Coast after Daylight Savings hits. Um, but it's the last one. It's penultimate trip of the road trip or penultimate game of the road trip. Uh, let's see if the Coyotes can get one today. Final game of the East Coast side of the road trip. Then they, yep. um, so, I mean, that, I mean that's, the tough, that's the toughest part right there. Yeah. Um, they've been on the road for quite a bit. And they've been f- facing teams who are like top 10 teams in the league. Yeah. Uh, this is the wor- first one in a long time where it's, I think Philadelphia is not even top 15 based on no. our rankings. Yeah. It, it's definitely one of those things where, as I was writing the preview today on five for howling, um, like the flyers are a better team than the coyotes, but they uh, are not as good as the opponents. The coyotes had been facing your Carolina hurricanes, Tampa Bay lightning, Washington capitals. Those are all some of the top teams in the league. Like you said, uh, so this game just feels more winnable um, based off of that alone. Uh, hopefully the Coyotes have like gotten used to like playing against top teams and they're able to come out with a quick start. Uh, I do know that oftentimes teams will play down to their competition. So who really knows? I mean, especially if the way that they've that the Coyotes ha- did play against those teams, right? I mean, they were yeah. all pretty close games um, against Florida. Was it, yeah five to three against. Tampa, that was a five to one. That was not a good game. No, um, no. that one was uh, rough. But yeah, Washington was uh, like what one nothing, right? Uh, two nothing. Washington, I think it was two nothing. Let me confirm. Two nothing. Yeah, it was two nothing, and then a two one loss to Carolina. Like, nope. The majority of them pretty close games um, and looking pretty decent, especially. I mean, the Lightning one obviously is one of because Ivan Prosvatov kind of was left out to dry. Sure. Um, and then we saw the Kirill Beige Mocha show, <laughs> show up the next couple of games after that. Yeah. Uh, I, I think um, like we, we've run into some issues with the Coyotes. Uh, lack of offense is definitely a big one. Uh, lack of power play, which goes along with the offense. Uh, and then just 
the thing that everyone's been talking about, uh, penalties and the penalty kill. While improved, is still an area of concern. Uh, the last two games the Coyotes played, game-winning goal um, was on the penalty or was on the power play. Uh, I think that was the case for Washington. I know for sure it was for Carolina. Uh, yep, game-winning goal, both games on the power play. Um, so they got to be more disciplined. They got to find a way to like actually generate offense too, so they don't get sunk by a single power play goal. Exactly, and not only and um, and not only that, just make sure the goaltender has as much help as he can get. Um, sure. because we've seen several games, um, like, like the Tampa game, which, uh, Pro- had zero help whatsoever. Um, so obviously they, I mean, even the, even the Florida game, um, uh, both, uh, Hutton and, and before he got injured in the first period and then they didn't get enough help. So. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I, I mean, I, I've definitely, I like the, the way the, the team played against Carolina. I think that if they can find a way to do that for a full 60 minutes, they can do it. Uh, they can get, um, get something going. And I do think that the team has been helping out their goaltenders. Uh, we're seeing a lot more like, you know, shots being cleared from the crease. Uh, Coyotes do a pretty good job of limiting chances. There's not a lot of grade A chances that their opponents get. Um, but yeah. It just like like so many things. It just seems like they need to put it all together. Yeah, it's it's hard to really tell again because based because the inconsistency. Which version of the Coyotes we're going to see? Are we going to see the one that we saw against Tampa? Or are we going to see the one that we saw against Carolina tonight? Yeah, or are we going to see a first period that's like Tampa, and then a second period like Carolina, back to a first period or back to a third period that's like or Washington? It, Who knows? It, or like a third period that's like Florida? Yeah, yeah. It's the the Coyotes like they get caught sometimes, and I I think that this is partially mental, which is why we're starting to see it less as the teams become more familiar with themselves um, and each other, where. Like if things start to go wrong, they just snowball and they don't have that reset. Uh, I'd like to see them get better at that. Like you give up an early goal, so what? Like just kind of do what you can to to get it back. Yeah, um, it's going to be interesting to see how again how how it all goes down, how um, how the Coyotes can bounce back, and like and again this like like you said, it's compared to the to this last week. This entire last week, this is the most winnable game that they'll see in quite some time. Um, in like in in that amount of time span. Um, again, yeah. I'm not and I and, and I'm not saying the Flyers are a bad team. They're still a pretty good team. Yeah, but um, they're, they're fifth in their in their division rather than the Carolina Hurricanes, who have still not lost a game. So exactly. That just shows you like quality of competition is just a little bit different in terms of it. And it honestly, like, it should be to the Coyotes' advantage. Like, they've played tougher matchups than this. They got those hard games out of the way, so they can hopefully do something with a game like this. And then, you know, when they head to California, game like the Ducks, when they head back to Arizona against the Kraken, those aren't the top teams. Like, they've already lost to the top teams in the league. Now it's uh, up to them to get some points. I'm still waiting to see anything about um, what um, obviously line rushes are look like and what goalie looks like because the goaltending situation in in Philadelphia makes a pretty big difference. 
because um, I'm not again like uh, I, as I said before, if if Carter Hart's the starter, then it's going to be a diff- more difficult game. If it's uh, Martin Jones, yeah, I think it can work. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just like we're talking about different quality of competition of opponents. That's just a yeah. microcosm right there, like different goaltending. Uh, and the Coyotes could sure use a, a nice game against the backup. Uh, like that that could help hopefully pad their offensive numbers a little bit. Let's hope that uh, as as the uh, this day continues, because at the time of recording this, uh, we still don't know who is in net for either team, really. Um yeah. You just can baby based off of the previous practice days, but that's not really enough. No, no. Uh, it, it's always the a frustrating thing. Like it's why I stopped doing predicted goalies in my preview articles because it, it can change so much. You really don't know until the day of. Uh, makes it much harder to write about um, and for us to talk about because, like this game could th- could go two very different ways depending on who's in net. It very well could. Uh, we still got more to get to, though, on this episode of Locked On Coyotes. We will talk more about the preview. Get ready for Arizona Coyotes versus Philadelphia Flyers set for today at 4 p.m. Arizona time. Um, that, of course, game taking place in Philadelphia. So we st- be sure to stay tuned. But uh, Carl has a couple words for us. That I do. Uh, let me ask you a question. Does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows, you're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friends log in for the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all that entertainment you love without the hassle, and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream, and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part, there's no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. All right. So back here on Locked on Coyotes, uh, I actually went to, Carl actually went to Daily Face Off to make a difference here to, to check and see because uh, they do, they're predicted starting goalies and they tend to be pretty close to being right. Sure. Uh, they have Kirove Milka for Arizona and it says unconfirmed. So they don't really know. Yeah. And it says Carter Hart likely mm. as of 11 a.m. Eastern. So what is that? Uh, just a few hours ago. Yeah. I mean, not too surprising. If I was the Philadelphia Flyers, I would definitely look at this as like a trap game where like you think it's going to be easy. You're facing the lowly Coyotes. Uh, you don't prepare properly and you get burned. Uh, so I can see them starting their starter. Um, and, you know, it also makes sense to just have your, your go-to guy face an easy opponent every once in a while. Uh, give him some confidence. Goalies. Pat some stats. Yeah, pat some stats. Uh, make that Vesna application look good at the end of the year. <laughs> who knows? Who knows? I mean, again, that um, you know, things could change. I mean, like obviously it says likely, but there could be a you know last minute change. It's like, yeah, we'll make it. I mean, I don't see that happening, but nah. um, it 
And if you are the Coyotes, no matter what, like you want to go in assuming that you're going to face the toughest competition, uh, because even if it is Martin Jones, there's no you know rule saying that he can't just stand on his head and have a, a stellar performance. Yeah. Um, like this is hockey. Any game could be something. Any goalie can get locked in. Um, like there's no real way to know for sure, like what you're going to be facing. Like sometimes goalies decide to be a brick wall. Sometimes they let in, you know, beach balls. Yep. And again, like you said, this could be, this could still be like that pseudo trap game because again, a lot of people, it may be because also the Coyotes try to sometimes play up to the competition and, or, or the opponents play down and yet it feels like it's just kind of like this chess match whenever the Coyotes are playing. Yeah, I mean, and it's also just like, in general, do you want to be the first team that loses to the team that hasn't won yet? No, like no one wants no. that on on their record. Uh, no one wants to be like the the topic of Twitter tomorrow and be like, "Ha, huh, the Flyers lost to the Coyotes. Uh, they're the first team to lose." Um, so yeah, I think teams are going to go all out to to win games. Um, that's just know what the sport's about um and there's plenty of reasons why you can want to win a game but at the end of the day you're just looking to win um and you're gonna do whatever it takes to give you the best shot at winning let's talk about some uh real quick some former players on either side because we got this is a a, a, we have we have a double side here where you have um keith yandel over in philadelphia and shane gossespierre here in arizona yeah, two uh, offensively gifted defensemen basically deciding they wanted to switch teams. A uh, little bit more complicated than that. Uh, Yandel signed as a free agent. Gus Sparrow's traded. Um, we have seen a lot of former Coyotes really light up the team when they face uh, them. I, I hope we get something similar for Goddess Bear. I, I hope he like wants to prove the Flyers wrong, that they gave up on him too quickly, which I think... Uh, is what I believe that they probably gave up on him a little bit too quickly. He's a little bit overpaid, but uh, I think he's been fine uh, as a player. Um, and hopefully it's a big night for him. Uh, especially and- if, especially with uh, the the price that the Coyotes paid to get him, which is essentially nothing. Yeah. <laughs> essentially nothing. Like that's gotta, that's gotta burn. If you're, if you're a competitive guy, um, which you are, if you're in the NHL, because you don't become one of the best hockey players in the world by not being competitive. Uh, like that's gotta be like something that you want to make him pay. Um, Gossesbury would be great if we got that. I, I think he's been playing well. Um, I think he's, he's fitting pretty good good into the system i saw him clear the the puck out of the blue blue paint uh right in front of the net probably saved a goal the other game um yeah it'd be great and then on the flip side i i don't want keith yandel to to have a big game against the coyotes um he he's he's fine just keeping that iron man streak going but he is uh he's gotten quite a few assists already like so i'd prefer a quiet yandel and a and a loud goss I mean, we can also put it this way is uh, as Yandel has had the problem with turning the puck over on the power play, yeah. which uh, could end up benefiting the Coyotes if the power play can capitalize. Yeah, I mean, and I looked it up. The The Flyers have uh, a decent power play. I think it's 11th in the league, 20th ranked penalty kill. So 
the Coyotes are, are bad at both of those. They're bottom of the league. But this is at least a little bit easier of a competition. Uh, they may actually match up fairly decently in the special teams this time. Uh, hopefully, they just don't take as many penalties uh, and kill all their yeah. momentum. I mean, here's one thing I'll say, too. I mean, it looks like oh, just based off how the Coyotes have been slowly improving over time, it just looks like they're 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 buying in the Tournay system and that, like, it's gonna something is gonna click eventually, and they're finally gonna win a game. Um, yeah, I, I definitely agree. I think they are buying into the system. Uh, I think they're becoming more comfortable with you know themselves as a team. This is a very new team, like we were always talking about, like to start the season. Like these guys didn't all play together last year. Um, like, and, and you kind of see like the the Kraus Keller um, Fishers, like those players who who have been with the team for longer, they seem more comfortable with each other. Um, and we're just kind of waiting to see if that can happen with the entire team. And I do think that they're, they're going to gel and they're going to, you know, potentially steal a game tonight. Yeah, I think, I, I think, I definitely think they can. I think the, uh, the Coyotes have, have it in them. Um, and that, uh, I, I personally think that that a win is, is possible. Hmm. I um I would say that yes, it is very very possible for the Coyotes to win a game. Uh, whether or not that happens remains to be seen because the Coyotes, you know, there's quite a few games that they should have been able to win that for whatever reason they weren't able to. So uh, hopefully they don't disappoint us. Uh, the the fans have been waiting for a win for a long time, uh, but we're not even on like the longest lost streak to open a season for the coyotes yet so or the longest lost streak oh yeah let alone the longest lost streak for um the entire nhl yeah, um, yeah. which i think what was that like i think it's like what 17 20 something it's gonna be somewhere up there somewhere up there uh i believe uh jose romero tweeted out uh last night and it was just like really put it in perspective uh like how the recent coyotes are still historically bad like we're not even like at that point yet uh in the rebuild so there's there's potentially a lot more pain coming but you know maybe they can surprise us um Eight, 18 games by the way eight yeah, that's a lot it's that's the uh, 2003 2004 penguins and the 2020 2021 sabers mm. Like when you're being put up with the Sabres, that's just bad. Like you don't want to be in that company. Nope, you don't. You absolutely don't. But hey, we still got more to get to on this episode. It's prediction time coming up. We take a look at our uh, lines, uh, our betting lines, courtesy of betonline.aj. Speaking of betonline, we're back and better than ever. A new web interface to start the start of the basketball season and more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline remains your number one spot for the all the basketball and football action this season. Head to the new updated desktop or mobile device. Sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code LOCKEDON to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, baseball, postseason, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right down to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. BetOnline, where the game starts. Okay, now it's time to take a look at our lines, courtesy of our friends at BetOnline.ag. 
Once again, Carl, Philadelphia, point and a half favorites, total points, five and a half points. If you want to bet on the money line, Coyotes plus 200, Philadelphia Flyers minus 224. Yep. Uh, so another game, another very basic uh, readout there. Not not at all surprising. Uh, yeah, that's... um. That's a tough one too, especially since the Coyotes have definitely been playing a lot tighter recently. Um, like, if you're giving up two goals to the Capitals, two goals to the uh, to the Florida Panthers, like, I don't know. Do you do you bet the over? Do you go the under? Um, that's a it's definitely a tough one. Uh, it'll be interesting to see kind of how people bet this one, um, like real time. The uh, the this, the cool thing about this line is um, this uh, this game is they actually have a bunch of other things to bet on rather than just the puck line money line in total they also have like total points for each team you have prop Ooh. bets yep you have prop bets like um, shots on goal based off of a certain player so you can say if you know Clayton Keller over two shots interesting those those are really fun I, I like prop bets. Uh, in theory, um, they they definitely seem to be like a more interesting thing to bet on, uh, and also like if you're looking at shots, probably something more predictable. Um, I would I haven't done any research on like how many shots Clayton Keller's actually been putting up this season compared to previous ones. Uh, he definitely seems more fearless in going to the net. Um, yeah, that'll be an interesting one to do. Clayton Keller also a prop bet for you. Over 0.5 points. So essentially, if he gets a point, that's at plus 122. Mm. Plus 134 for Jacob Chikrin. Which is funny because I feel like Chikrin just hasn't gotten the offense yet. Um, hmm. Uh, I don't know. What are you thinking about uh, about this game in general and, and bets for it? You tend to be the more betty person of the two of us. Ooh, um, it's it's going to be a tough one to bet. I'm trying to I'm trying to see what's the best way to do it on here. So I'm going to say, like in terms of how to make, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and you know make my prediction how this thing goes. Coyotes cover. Okay. Take the points. And this is also going to go. Ooh, uh, under. Under. See, I can see that. Uh, Coyote's recent history has been a lot of unders. Uh, Flyers just got shut out by the uh, Calgary Flames. So it's not like they have the most consistent offense either. Uh, I think a pretty smart money going under. Um just based off of what we've seen, but you know, I could also see that being very different depending on who's in net. Uh, we, uh, from what from what you said in the previous segment, um, I think yeah, probably better to go the under if we get word that uh, by the time this airs or by the time you place your bet that Jones is going to be in net, maybe switch that up. Or uh, or then on the flip side, if they decide to put Presvitov in, yeah. Yeah. Uh, on the flip side, I I don't think they will. Uh, I, I feel like they you would want to save Prospetov against the Ducks. I, yeah. I do think you should put him in uh, again soon just so he gets some playing experience. Um, but when you get like a an opponent, like a weaker opponent, maybe save him for that. 
yeah, I totally agree on that. That's a better way to put it. It's weird though, because the Ducks are still like in the top four right now in the Pacific Division, just because the Pacific Division is just super weird. Yeah. I mean, I can't believe uh, something that comes up a lot. Vegas still hasn't gotten a power play goal. <laughs> I like, know, right? Anytime I'm checking the, the Coyotes power play uh, to see if it's gone over 50%, uh, I look and I'm like, Vegas still doesn't have one. I have to keep saying that the Coyotes have the second worst power play in the league. Uh, I imagine that will change sooner or later, especially when Vegas gets a little, a little bit healthier. Absolutely. Because, um, yeah, they got some of their players out for quite some time. Um, but, okay. Do you want to try to make predictions, to go, go full-on predictions, score predictions? Uh, let's let's do it. Um I'm going to go 3-1 Coyotes. 3-1 Coyotes. Okay. I'm going to be a little bit closer. 3-2 three, three, Coyotes. Two. Who do you think uh, gets the game winner for the Coyotes? Game winner? Just for funsies. Shengatsuke. <laughs> Uh, I do. I, I like that. I feel like that would uh, just destroy <laughs> the Flyers uh, fan base mentally. Uh, I could. I approve of that. Uh, I'm gonna go Lawson Kraus though. I love it. That's a that's a, that's a safe pick. Lawson Kraus has been ha- having a pretty decent season. Yeah, I think uh, two two goals, three goals, two goals, two yep. goals. So he he's been doing pretty well for himself. Yeah, especially um, compared to last season when he was just incredibly snake bitten. Well, yeah, that's that's just puck luck hitting the hitting the freaking crossbar every time. Oh my yeah. god! <laughs> yeah, that is uh, that's gotta be rough because you know once you just keep doing it, like it just gets stuck in your head. Uh, I imagine that was as much of a mental block as a luck block. Absolutely, absolutely, but. Uh, so we both have the Coyotes winning today. Carl says 3-1. I say 3-2. Um, and once again, if you want to know, my bet online picks is uh, pick on the Coyotes. Take the points. Don't take the money line just because it's a safe. It's, I mean, obviously you have, higher, you have higher win chances or higher winnings with the money line. But the puck line is a much safer bet for you. And take the under. As we said, both of us, like I have it at five points, Carl has it at four. So those are our bet online picks of the game. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that's. Yeah. I mean, not really too much to do. Uh, enjoy this uh, this last 4 p.m. start time if you can, because uh, you're not going to get another one for quite a long time. The next East Coast game would probably be a 5 p.m., just because. After Sunday is when everybody else in the country falls back and we don't. I am uh, so looking forward to not having to adjust my life for daylight savings time. Uh, It's glorious. Ever since moving to Arizona six years ago, when I found out about not having to change the clocks, I have been ecstatic. I'm like, wait, you mean we don't? Oh, wow. I love it. Uh, my last real day job, we didn't like, we're in Arizona, so we're not 
changing our clocks, but my schedule would still change around daylight savings time. So like, cause their mind is you work in a call center. Like this is the call flow. Uh, so we would be waking up an hour early or an hour late. And that just made it worse because, you know, it's fine when your entire state is changing for daylight savings. It's horrible when just your company is. Um, it makes your life so much harder. And I, I don't have to deal with that. Uh, and it's nice. The only problem is it's going to make watching West Coast games later. And I like to sleep because I'm getting old. Hey, be lucky we're not on the East Coast then. Be lucky. Yes, I am very happy that I am not living in New York, having to stay up and watch Kraken games. At like 11 p.m. Yeah, that just sounds brutal. Oh, my God. I I appreciate those who live on the West Coast. I'm an East Coast who are able to stay up late and watch those mm-hmm. games. Like I've like there there have been games that have ran late here in like here in Arizona, at least. And I'm tired. Yeah. Yeah. Or like international hockey watchers. Like if you live in the UK and you watch live hockey, uh, kudos to you. I cannot imagine how that is. uh how you're able to fit that in your day it just seems very difficult i know we have some listeners across the pond over in the uh the uk and ireland i applaud you guys for watching the, for, for uh for getting to the to the, the games based on whatever time i'm sure whether like that's eight hours ahead I'm like yeah. oh man it'll be seven hours ahead soon but yeah it's rough it is uh it is rough but i mean it's hockey uh i i wish we got you know more enjoyable outcomes but eh, it's fun to watch hockey absolutely anyways um once again that's going to do it for today's episode once again both of us have the arizona coyotes winning today um so uh let's just uh keep our fingers crossed knock on some wood because we're we're really hoping for it we're really hoping the coyotes finally get their first win of the game Anyways, thanks for everyone for listening to today's episode. If you like what you heard, don't forget to leave a review, a like, a comment, subscribe if you get to already. We're available everywhere you should get your podcasts, including YouTube. Also, be sure to check us out on Facebook, facebook.com slash LockedOnCoyotes. Interact with us on all the social media on Twitter. We are at LO underscore Coyotes. I'm personally at Robin underscore Leano. Once again, that's Robin with a Y underscore Leano. Carl Pavlik is at Carl Pavlik FFH. Interact with us, ask us a question. We might answer right back or on a future episode of the Lockdown Kindness Podcast. Thanks again, everyone, for listening to today's episode. Hope you guys are staying safe out there. Hope you guys are staying healthy. And don't forget to howl on.